Welcome back to Fresh Off The Set. I am Sarah Jenkins. And I'm Alora Murray. And this week we're so excited because love is in the air. Alora sure here. is. You're getting married so soon. Oh my gosh, it is coming up so quickly. I am so excited. Are you ready? Do you feel like you're ready? I feel like I'm ready to marry David. And yes. I honestly, yes, my fiance's name is David, and we also work with a David. <laughs> it can be a little confusing, <laughs> it but is confusing. And they're both great. <laughs> when I'm at home, I tell my parents, I'm like, there's work David, and then there's my David. So <laughs> I, love it. I make that distinction. Um, I am so excited. Yes. I'm so excited. As cheesy as it sounds, I'm just a cheesy person. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm so excited to share this day with people I love, with close friends and family. It's a little, a little on the smaller side, if I could get that word out um but I'm just excited to yeah. spend that day with David who is just truly such an amazing human it's such, I, a, such an exciting time tell oh. me and you're you said you feel like you're as ready as you can be right for yeah. the wedding do you have all the details like planned out because I feel like it's it's such a stressful time too right if I'm being honest like <laughs> I'm gonna say we have things planned out what happens the day of happens <laughs> um we're excited we're getting married actually out of state um, we're getting married um, in California while well, both of us live in Utah. Um, so it's kind of a small destination wedding, but truly I'm just, I'm ready to marry the love of my life. That, so that's what I'm ready for. And Sarah, I know you've been married. We've talked so much about weddings. People are probably in the office are like, Alora, yes, we know you're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love hearing people's different ideas and different themes and things that they do. And feels like I got married a thousand years ago. It was more like almost five, but it's just cool to see the creativity. And yeah, I mean, I, in ways I feel like it was yesterday and other ways I feel like I've been with my husband forever. So it's fun. What do you remember most from your wedding day? So we were like you, we actually decided to get married in California too. Mm -hmm. Um, and we got married in Napa, and I think the, just the biggest thing I remember is the feeling of love, of having um, my family members and the people closest to me there, and just feeling so supported. I mean, it truly was the best day of my life. I was so happy, and to see my husband at the end of the aisle, it was just really amazing, and I wish that for everyone, and I know, you know, it's just, you're going to have the best day. I'm just, I love weddings. So <laughs> from a former bride to a future bride, yes. what advice do you have for me, Sarah? Okay, this is easier said than done, but don't sweat the small stuff because there's so many little things that I think brides get focused on. There's so many details. It's impossible to not be stressed, but like, honestly, it, it's all going to come together. It really will. And the takeaway will be, you'll have had this beautiful day and it goes by so quickly. I right? love it. That's amazing <laughs> advice. In my mind, I can picture David at the end of the aisle and my brother is the one who's um, officiating our ceremony. I love that. And my dad will be walking me down the aisle. So I'm so excited for that. But that advice is great because I'm the type of person who does want to make sure that everything is like boom, boom, boom. Um, and then today on our podcast, Carrie and I sit down and we interview um, a wedding expert. He is amazing at everything he does. So whether you are a future bride, whether you know someone who's getting married, or whether you're like me and you just want to talk about weddings you just love all weddings. the time. Yeah, I love weddings in general. So. <laughs> this interview is for you. Let's take a listen. We have a wedding planner in the room with us. It's wedding season. Dun, dun, da, dun, <laughs> and one of dun, our very own dun, is dun, getting dun. married in a few weeks. Who Allura, would that be? It's Who? coming up so fast. <laughs> oh, it is right around the corner. And I am so excited. Hopefully everything goes smoothly. All I know is that I'm 
marrying David. That's all that matters. And that's what matters. That's all that matters. Well, we're going to answer maybe a lot of your questions out there. If you are getting married, Laura, you may still have some. This may help. Kelly Christensen is here with us, the owner of Callie's Catering. Hi, Kelly. Well, hello, young ladies. How are you today? Oh, young ladies, I like <laughs> this. We need to have you on more often. Young this is ladies. good. This is so good. Okay, let's talk about how did you get into the wedding game? Because you own Kelly's Catering, very popular business here in Utah. Um, so we actually uh, had always done weddings a little bit on the side, mainly company barbecues and, and that. But uh, we were actually at an event one day, and it was a wedding, and... We were serving the food, and all of a sudden, the photographer in this room of like 300 people just started screaming at the top of her lungs, we're cutting the cake. Oh, Oh my, that's intense. Come watch us cut the cake. And, of course, no one paid attention. (laughs) And so I went over to her, and I was like, do you want want me to, like, take this mic and, like, announce that you're cutting the cake? And she's like, that'd be great. So, you know. I grabbed the mic and was like, ladies and gentlemen, we're cutting the cake. Come on <laughs> down. Nice. <laughs> thought nice, I was Kelly. cool at the time. Um, and then over the course of maybe half a dozen events or so, what we were noticing is the stress points of a wedding. And they were all these simple things like who, who emcees the wedding? Who does say we're cutting the cake, throwing the bouquet? Who pushes play on, the, on this? Who empties the trashes? Who keeps the tables clean mm. um, when you do a send-off and they're all running off to sparklers? Who gets those sparklers? Who lights them so they don't burn out? And all that. So we found all these like little stress pot, um, portions of a wedding. And then in my planning meeting with my next wedding, uh, we just kind of brought them all up. And I said, oh, don't worry, we do that. We MC. And... My whole crew's like, we do? <laughs> like, we DJ. We have a sound system. Well, we do now. Yeah. We do chairs. Don't, don't, don't try. We'll cover everything. But what we tried to do and, and where it ended up being was we became an in-house uh, one-stop shop with the exception of um, some a few specialties, you know, like cakes, photographers, videographers, and that we became a wedding planner and day of coordinator for all our events that we were doing and that just became a referral thing. Everyone's like, you got to use this company. They do everything for you. They took the stress out of it, et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, that was probably maybe seven, eight years ago that that all took place. And I think last year in 2021, we did 571 wedding events. Oh, wow. And so you got to have a lot of crews and some great staff, which we do. But that's kind of where it went. That's well, how we got into the wedding business. Yeah. You know, that's how you built your reputation is yeah. because people know you take the stress away from their important day, and that's the most important thing. There you go. And, Kelly, I got to ask you, I have been thinking about this the entire time I'm planning a wedding. Talk to me about trends. What's in with food? What's in with colors? What's in with decor? So, um, I mean, we've gone through a lot of stages, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they all kind of blend together. You know, some people call shabby chic boho. Some people call boho rustic. And it kind of just keeps going. We definitely went through that boho phase, right? right? Um, And it was really pretty. And now uh, in 2021, it was very clean. Mm -hmm. uh, Lots of greens and whites. Not so much color in, like, the floor. The floor was more elegant. 
as opposed to just super springy or super fall. Very elegant, very yeah. classic. Simplistic. Yeah, really simplistic. And it w- they were very, we call them very clean weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, this year is really cool in the fact that it's, it's just trending into kind of the black and white um, well, that's very like classic wedding, yeah. That gives I me like kind of that. like Oscar vibes, like yeah. black tie yeah. vibes. Okay, it really and it's really cool to plan and see it come together and how um, brides are. It, I mean, they all follow the same Pinterest. They all follow the same. That's how uh, you do thing. it. And so they <laughs> they kind of follow the same trends, but they're putting a little bit of themselves into it. But it, I think this year we'll see a lot of those classic type weddings. Yeah. As far like as that. food goes, Kel, I know that you had you have options of like pizza oven. There's like a taco bar. Um, I know a lot of a lot of brides I've talked to do you do a fry like a French fry bar. The fry bar. <gasps> oh man. Yeah. So food like food has a a role in a wedding, right? And its its role uh, is to feed people. Obviously, you're you're giving them s- something to eat. But really, food's purpose is to give people a reason not to leave your event. Mm, so okay. I always use my own wedding as an example. You know, we had like the butter mints, the nut cups, and a little paper. <laughs> nut cups. Paper cups. And <laughs> the butter mints. Yeah. That paints a picture for I, me. Okay. I do plan on bringing those back somehow. Good. In a cool way. Good, as you, you should. You can put a monogram <laughs> on it. Yeah. But everything was very, um, you know, you, have an, you had an eclair, you had a lemon bar. So people would come, say hi to the bride and groom, walk through a 20-person line, right, and then grab their snack and leave. So when dancing came around, you were kind of like just left with like... What do I do? Your wedding party, yeah, and maybe a few people. And it wasn't as big mm-hmm. in, in the Utah scene, mm-hmm. dancing and, all, and that party portion wasn't as big back when I got married as it is now. Now, now it's to the... F- uh, for lack of a better word, maybe the formal reception where the bride and groom are meeting and greeting everybody. But then at the the last half of the wedding is this big party. So what food does is you create a food or uh, option where people don't leave. So when they walk in, like you said, fry bar. I mean, Who's going to leave a fry bar? No exactly. <laughs> like People are elbowing to get back to it. Yeah. But it's variety. It has a lot of choices to it. It's unique. People remember your wedding as having the fry bar. Sure, having it unique. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know a venue is so important, obviously, for your wedding. How early do we need to book our venues? So I would say this is kind of how it should go. You should pick where you're going to get married. You should pick your photographer and then go find a groom. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's just calling it out. <laughs> that is the order. Yeah, you heard it from Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. Because the way the way it is right now, um, venues go first, and venues can only do one. Is the way mm, you think of it? That's a good point. Yeah. So they can only do one event a day per se, and then uh, photographer, videographer, they're kind of in that same category. When you get to florist, they can do a two, three weddings. Planners, caterers can do a few more in the same day but those items that are like venues and that that's probably the first thing you want to lock down and the other main reason for that is your vibe will be around whatever your venue is Mm, there you go there you go and you mentioned planners just right now so i have a question what so let's say you have a wedding planner they've been working with you and they aren't doing exactly what they 
what you need them to do. They're not releasing stress. They're making things more difficult. What do you do when your wedding planner is doing this? Um, so, you know, initially when you step out and you get a wedding planner, which I highly advise having some sort of a planner or day of coordinator, um, when you establish those those boundaries and mainly the, the method of communication, are we going to communicate on phone, which I highly discourage in, really? in all honesty. Okay. Um, are we going to communicate via text and via email, which I highly encourage. Okay. The, the reason being, as, as a planner and doing multiple events in a year, when I have it in writing, what the bride is saying and what I'm saying back, I'm able to trace back how we progress to where we are. And a lot of times when you're on the phone, and maybe you've experienced this, you start talking about things and then a tangent hits and then creativity hits. Oh, and then absolutely. It's all over the place. You're all over the place and you're like, man, I called to tell them white China. Did we talk about that? <laughs> I have right? been there one too many times. Yeah. And so the planner may get lost, but definitely if you're having an issue with any of your vendors... It's good to just be straight up and just go right to them and say, so here's my thing. I'm feeling stressed because these things aren't being addressed. Mm -hmm. And um, I know you said everything will be okay. Could you show me what okay looks like? I think that's like, perfect. What does that mean when you say we're okay? Mm -hmm. Can you describe that to me? And can we put that down on paper? Um, you definitely don't want to create like an adversarial relationship oh, of not. 24 days before your wedding mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um but at the same time you want to go into your wedding comfortable and know that these things are being handled and um what the expectation is even if the expectation isn't what it was going to be mm -hmm. back when you started the day of your wedding you'll be a lot less stressed is if you know what it's going to be that day there you that's go. good advice so, Kelly, that's really good yeah. advice okay um three things to do when planning a wedding to do so if there we have some brides and grooms out there planning a wedding right now three things you would suggest they need to do um so i think as a bride and groom they need to communicate with each other what their vision of their wedding is okay Ooh, that's number good. one thing yeah. to do communicate, communicate with each other um because parents quickly are going to get involved parents probably are already involved to some degree, but... We're actually going to cover that in just a little bit, yeah. so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you want to you want to know what your vision is. Like, what are we trying to get out of our wedding other okay. than, you know, being together forever, right? Sure, right. Okay. What do we want to do? Do we want it to be a party? Do we want it to be like my mom's? Do we want it to be like my brother's? Do we want it to be like our friends? Do we want it to be totally unique? So establish between the two of you what it is you want in a wedding. Okay. okay. Number one. Perfect. That's good. Number two would be get with a planner. Um, that planner probably, there's a lot of professional planners. They do phenomenal jobs. Um, I, I recommend um, a, a certain portion of all our clientele to, that, to them. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of people who just have experience in the wedding world. So a planner might just be someone who has experience who can sit down with you and listen to what you're looking for and then say, okay, the reality of that is this and or that. And okay. yet that can happen 
or this can't happen. So I guess it would be seek seek a, a professional. professional. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay. Do you have a third one too? So then the third one is re- plan your wedding and then let the plan happen. The one thing that helped us in our company really understand is we interviewed a bunch of couples. Mm-hmm. Um, what we were doing is we were interv- interviewing the parents of the couples we were planning for. And we asked them, what do you remember f- about your wedding? And the answer was, oh, I remember being up to like 2 a.m. And we had to borrow a ladder. And we spent three days returning things. Oh, and no one wants that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's their memory, right? Because that was their job. And that's what they did that day. And so as we shifted and started working with people, our goal was to be, we want your memory to be like, oh, we enjoyed the night, we watched the couple, you know, live their dream, we talked to all our friends, we had a good bite to eat, and everything, and like, they don't even mention, like, setup, planning, breaking down, any of that stuff, because they put all that time up front, and then they went in and enjoyed the party mm-hmm. that they planned. So plan and enjoy. Yep. Plan and enjoy. Okay, three things people should not do. Um, you the should not no do notes. it yourself. Okay, <laughs> don't do it yourself. I mean, there, in all honesty, there is a DIY portion, and budget's different, right? And there's a, there's a need for DIY in a lot of ways. And so many people have talent that they can lend to a wedding. What you want to do, though, is if you're going to be involved in that portion, make sure you're only involved in the beginning of it and that there's someone that's getting that handed off to them, and they're going to run with what you tell them to do. Okay. That would be probably my number one thing. You want to have that memory of your day, not the memory of all the work. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anything else you should not do? Um, I would say... I would say here's the thing. So this is in Utah. This could be a little bit touchy to couples out there. So maybe I need like the you know the shadowed mask for this one. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> a really popular thing that happens in weddings right now, and parents think that they are looking at it in the right way, mm-hmm. is they say, "All right, here's your budget. Whatever you don't spend, you can have." Okay. Now, if you're a you know 19, 25 year old couple. And your parents put $25,000 and say, here's everything for your wedding. As long as you, whatever you don't spend, you can keep. You're quickly to like Oreos, um, Dixie Plates. Mac and cheese. It's, yeah. It sounds like you have experience. Those are very specific examples, right? Kelly. <laughs> because they're like, we're going to get paid to get married. This is awesome. So, so I wouldn't recommend parents necessarily doing that with them. Explain to them like... The purpose of us giving you this budget is for you to, okay. to, to know what you can do within what we can help you with, and you need to stay under that. And then on the side, if parents want to give them the rest, let that just be a gift the parents give them. Because mm-hmm. what happens is couples will get kind of tilted on what yeah, they're willing right. to do. There you go. And I've seen parents come back a million times and say, yeah, we made the mistake, we did that, and now I'm going to chip in $10,000 more to make sure that they feed the people or they have it in a venue or something. And it ends so. up costing more money than right. trying to save. Right. All right, I get you. And it was a great intention. Sure. And, um, and it can work as long as you set the boundaries 
up front of like, this is for the purpose of throwing a party. Let's go throw a party with this amount of money. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Is there a third thing or is... Is that all? Is that's, that all? That's of it? Don't those, hire those. anyone but Callie's catering. That's no, right. There I, we that's go. Right. I there knew there is. was a third thing. I knew there was a third thing. So we've talked so much about we've talked about decor, we've talked about food, photographers. What if you could only focus heavily on one thing? Like if you have the budget to focus just on one thing, what do you think that most important thing is at a wedding? So typically, it's going to be specific to the couple, right? Because each couple has their thing. So I would, in that first thing where the couple meets and they talk about what do they want out of their wedding, prioritize what's the most important thing. And a lot of times it'll default like just marrying you is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And really, if a couple says that, anything else that happens is bonus. Right. That's oh, true. That's so sweet. I know. I'm like oh, one of those grandpas. Look at Kelly. Right? This is, oh, uh, I'm like over here with tears in my eyes. Oh. <laughs> um, but really, whatever, like, in that first couple, when they're talking to these couples, what they want to get out of their wedding, like, what the memory they're trying to create, let that be the focus. Because you can have, like, an amazing dance party that everyone goes out, you have a great time, and that's what you remember. And you can pull back a little bit on the food or pull back a little bit on the t- decor, tone down the flowers a little bit, and, you know, kind of, like, remain within your budget and still create the memory. So I would say just go back to what you envisioned your wedding to be, what that final vision was, and if you could only do one thing, make sure you achieve that because that's what you set out with. What's important for you. That's really good, Kelly. Um, We touched a little bit also about parents, siblings, cousins, kind of involving themselves. How do you set boundaries during your wedding planning? Do you have any advice for that? Um. Yeah, so in, in, in the Utah culture, if I'm using Utah as a culture uh, or as an example, it's a very, um, we're all here to help community, right? Yeah. And that's it's a great, great thing to do. However, I think everyone needs to remind their families, you know, because um, you might be able to convince the parents, like, come enjoy the wedding. We want you to be a part of the wedding, not a part of, like running, get, getting trashes or everything. And then they like pondered off to some aunt or some uncle or some great uncle. But really, <laughs> just. Uncle Jake's got that. Yeah, he's going to do know, the trash. He's got a barbecue. <laughs> he's he's like, got a trigger. He's like, I do? Me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 he doesn't know. Um, but really, like just letting their family know, and even their friends, right, who all have great intentions, letting them know. We're throwing a party to celebrate the day we're getting married. We want all the people we love to be guests at our event. We don't want them to work our event and everything else. Again, going way back to like where the bride and groom set out what their goal is, and then they take that to a, a planner. In that meeting with the planner or the professional, just lay out your entire wedding, let it get put on paper, and then tell everyone it's covered. We're done. And Perfect. so people will want to help, and, and the best thing to do is say, we just want you to be a guest. We want, we want you, want you to enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah, And that That's is a good true. Way. That is true. You have it all down, and that is what you want from your guests at your event is to enjoy themselves, celebrate the love that you found. So I think that's perfectly said. So if you had 
one piece of advice. Just one, Kelly. Drum roll. Oh, Carrie's doing a drum roll. One piece of advice for a bride or a groom planning a wedding. What would that one piece of advice be? There's a lot he wants like, to did say. I it? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be a trick question. I really want to know. There's mm. a lot. <laughs> I, I think the one piece of advice I would give a couple getting married and planning their wedding is really plan it so you can remember it. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Uh, you want to walk away with the memory. So there's a lot you can do, a lot of tricks that you can have fun stuff, but really plan a wedding that you're going to remember and that your kids are going to want to hear about, pull the books off the shelf and look at, all that stuff. Create that because that's a generational thing mm-hmm. that'll, that'll go on and on. Oh, well, there so you go, sweet. Kelly. That is so sweet, Kelly. Really quick, so I want to ask you, is there, speaking of like making it memorable, is there like, what's one crazy thing that someone has asked you to do if you could do, and did you make it happen? Could you not make it happen? You probably get a lot of crazy requests. There are some crazy requests. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, did someone want a cow at their wedding just for aesthetics? <laughs> he gets these big eyes. <laughs> you're taking him back to a place he doesn't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> My PTSD is sinking in. Um, probably the craziest thing we did for a wedding really was they had found a beautiful spot in the middle of nowhere. Like, nowhere. And they wanted... <laughs> to bring everybody in and have this beautiful wedding in what was an amazing thing. Um, And we had to figure out how we were going to do it. Um, It basically was like the trek of weddings. Wow. You know, other than the hand cards. We didn't have any hand (laughs) cards. Maybe that would have helped. Yeah, it could have got us there quicker. But we transformed what was a field in the mountains into a huge wedding venue. Beautiful. Um, had no power, no electricity, no water, no anything. We brought it all in and put together a wedding for about 120 people. This is what Kelly's yeah. catering can do for you. And that is why, <laughs> speaking of that, Kelly, where can we go to book you? So uh, Kelly'sCatering.com is our website. And the Instagram, all Kelly's Catering, all our social media. Um, I'm happy to give out my number. Go I, for it. All right, ladies. Oh, wait. I mean, to my wife, I'm giving out your number. Um, Our number is 801-231-5250. You can just text into that number, and one of our planners will get right back to you and get you all set up. And And we love Callie, too. And it's spelled C-A-L-E-Y-S. Yeah, it's definitely spelled like Kaylee's, I found out. But it's pronounced Callie's. I think I was calling it Kaylee's forever, and I've known you for 20 years. <laughs> you know <laughs> so what, Carrie? it's my bad. Mistakes happen. It, We're it, all it, human. It does happen, <laughs> yes. And your, your family is, is lovely. So is your wife, Callie. We just love her, and everybody is, is so amazing. You make dreams come true for weddings. And we're going to end this with our fresh five. Kelly, and I'm going to ask you five quick questions. You just say what's off the top of your head. <laughs> Favorite holiday? Uh, New Year's. Favorite place to travel? Hawaii, because it's next week. Oh, nice. fun. Jealous. So jealous. Uh, least favorite food? Anything you, French. Anything <laughs> French. You don't love French food. <laughs> oh, I'm like baguettes, so no cheese, snails? croissants. Oh, well, no snails okay. for you? Cheese and baguettes are in that. Sorry, <laughs> I take that back. I take that back. Um, favorite superhero? My wife. 
Oh my oh. goodness, she is Kelly. Well, okay, Kelly is a superhero. <laughs> she really is. Um, and I think that I've lost track now. That was so cute. I think one more. Um, who do you look up to most in your life? Uh, my family. You do have a rock star family. Yeah, I can we, see why. I can that, see with why. all the awes and the tears, I needed to bring tissues in here. No one warned me. <laughs> no, and no one knew. Um, Kelly, thank you so much. You bet. We've thank you. We've learned so much from you today. Thank you for answering all the questions. And good luck to Alora who's getting married. Yes, congratulations. Oh, in just a few weeks. Thank We're so excited you. for you. And thank I'm you for listening to our Fresh Off the Set podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.